This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I've missed you all. I was out for a little bit with, uh, with our mutual friend, COVID, but I'm back and I'm back feeling better than ever. And I just brought on some new private clients and I wanted to do something special. I wanted to record a session for them and I wanted to do that in a way that makes it available for you. So they're going to hear this right when you are and you're going to get to experience one of the deepest, most core concepts that I teach. And this is all around how we relate to our problems. And so In this episode, I'm going to help you really radically shift, you know, in a really fundamental way, how you think about the problems, the hardest problems that you might be facing in your business, in your relationships, in your life. My goal with this episode and over the next few episodes, which this is going to be a bit of a series, and I'm going to be talking to these clients in what I'm going to be sharing, but you're going to find that you're going to resonate with so much of this. So much of this is going to apply to you because humanity is a fractal. What is true, what is applicable to one of us is applicable to all of us, right? We're all part of that same interconnected whole. So this is going to be a big one. If, if, if you're someone who's ambitious, if you're looking to make this year the best year of your life, if you're looking to transcend some of these problems that you've been circling around for a while, maybe a few months, maybe a few years, maybe your entire life, right? What I find is that with a lot of the people that I coach, these are, you know, six, seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs, they're running multi-million dollar businesses, but they've been wrapped in the grips of these very core fundamental problems. And in this episode, we're going to dismantle some of these problems. So chances are there are things in your life or your business that you want to change, right? Chances are you think about these things constantly. You obsess over it, ruminating constantly. Chances are you see these things that you want to change as problems. Now, I'm going to explain at the end of the episode why I use air quotes, right? It's not, um, I'm not being unkind. I know you know, there's some of you who are facing some real stuff, some really, um, really tough circumstances. And if you stick around to the end of the episode, I'm going to reveal why there's a, a certain barrier that's actually keeping you from transcending these circumstances. So the thing about problems is that as human beings in our psychology, we're wired to think about these problems so much, right, in an obsessive way, really as an attempt to solve them. We think about these problems so much because 
it gives us the illusion of control. Now, control is one of our core needs as human beings. And this manifests particularly uh, intensely when it comes to our businesses, when it comes to our relationships, um, even our health, right? And I'm going to focus on business and relationships here. Um, and you really, you really see this in a new way. So most of the time, we don't feel like we have enough agency, enough control over the outside of our life, over the outside circumstances, right? Over the business, over the mechanics of the business, uh, how many leads we're generating, what the sales are, what the revenues are, what the profit margin. We're always trying to you know, micromanage and control our business to create something different. And we also do this with relationships. We're always trying to control our partners to make them into something different so that we can have a different experience on the inside. Now, most of the time, right? Most of the things on the outside are out of our control. And we feel that, and all of this is subconscious. So give yourself some grace. So what we do as human beings is that we exert um, extra control on the one thing that we can control, which is our mind. So we put the grip on our mind, on our thinking, on our beliefs, on our perceptions to give ourselves the illusion of control, right? This is, again, a core need. So if we can't control the outside, well, you might as well control the inside, right? So as innocent as this is, it's an attempt of really, really well-intentioned attempt at changing the different aspects of your life, your business, or your relationships, things that you know you want to make different in some way more money more uh con more peace less conflict better sex um more free time whatever it might be but the thing is this addiction is actually the very thing that's keeping you from making that change and i'm going to explain the thing is sometimes we get so focused on a problem so think about a problem that you've been obsessing over, ruminating over for days, weeks, months, even years, maybe a lifetime, that that problem has become your identity. You've become defined by those problems so deeply that it's become who you are. You don't experience anxiety, you are anxious, right? You don't experience depression, you are depressed. Um, you can externalize that to so many things in the realms of money, um, relationships, managing employees. And so what happens is that we subconsciously self-sabotage because part of us doesn't even want to solve the problem. There is a part of you that doesn't want anything to change, that doesn't want your problems to be solved. That's resisting all the attempts that you're making to solve the problem. Because losing the problem means losing a part of yourself. Losing your identity, how you define yourself. So this creates an internal conflict. So what happens is that you hold on to the problems, even though you wish for them to be gone. <laughs> and you continue to create roadblocks between where you are and where you want to be. So take something that you've been trying to change in your life, right? Anything in your in the domain of your relationships, your business, and ask yourself, who would you be without this problem? How would you feel? 
What would you believe? What would your days be like? How would you spend your time? How would you think? What's different about that version of you? Take a second to actually do this right now. Really sink into that experience of being without that problem. And don't worry, as soon as we're done, you can have it back. You can go right back into the reality that you live in where that problem exists. But just for a second, just for a few seconds, just consider and feel that experience in your body, that reality of not having that problem. That problem just doesn't exist. What's different about that version of you? Now ask yourself, what would you lose if you actually stepped into that version? What would you now have to do if you actually stepped into that version? We hold on to these difficult or undesirable circumstances because there's usually a payoff. If my business actually doubled like I've been wanting it to, then I would have to take on more responsibility, perhaps because of the additional clients. And maybe that might mean less free time or that I would have to get my shit together and get really organized with how I manage my time. If I stop blaming my partner for my unhappiness, then I would lose the ability to be a victim. And I would actually have to take responsibility for how I feel. <laughs> if I really took my health seriously, then I would no longer be able to self-medicate with food, with alcohol, with media, whatever else. And I would have to actually hold space for the difficult emotions that I've been trying to numb. Does any of this resonate? If you've created an identity around your problems, then you are going to subconsciously block any conscious attempt to solve that problem. I'll say that again. Let this sink in. Really hear me on this, because if you truly get this, your life will change in ways you don't even understand right now. If you've created an identity around your problems, then you're going to subconsciously block any conscious attempts to solve that problem. Now, most of you are in this internal battle where your subconscious is at war with your conscious mind. You set goals. And then there's a part of you that blocks you from achieving those goals. You face immense amounts of resistance. I'm in the business of helping entrepreneurs you know, exponentially scale their business, and usually while working a lot less, right? As soon as they create a bigger goal, there's a part of them that comes up trying to sabotage the achievement of that goal. If you don't truly get this, if you don't truly not just get it, but actually um, practice this, and build awareness around this, you will continue to yo-yo in a cycle of one step forward, one step back. Now, most of the people who try to make big changes in their life, who set big New Year's resolutions, they all suffer from this same exact pattern, one step forward, one step back. And this is very damaging, honestly, because when we self-sabotage, when we fall back into old ways, it is usually accompanied by a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, because that's how we were parented. And, you know, we lose credibility with ourselves. We start beating ourselves up. And that's very, very, very painful. And that reduces the likelihood of us believing in ourselves, of, you know, having that motivation, actually making that change, 
So chances are, if you're going through this, you'll have a hard time staying committed, following through and actually keeping promises to yourself, being in integrity with yourself. So if you want to break that cycle, you have to shift your identity, right? If you want to, to shift um, the circumstances of your life, of your business, of your relationships in a way that you no longer experience those problems, you have to shift how you define yourself. Just like Harry the hermit crab, who only gets out of one shell when he finds another, you can only let go of one identity when you create and step into another. Right? And most people, they focus so much on the problems that they want gone, the things that they want changed. Ideally, typically on the outside. Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, the business 10x is this year without me having to do anything different? My partner becomes the perfect person in every way right? All the things outside me change without me having to do anything different. So this is insanity, to be honest, from my perspective, because what this is, is, hey, I don't want to do anything different. I don't want to be anyone different. I want to just stay the same person. But I want the outside circumstances of my life to completely shift to make me happy. It's never going to happen. <laughs> and Unless we get really clear on what that new identity is, we're never, ever, ever going to be able to let go of this identity. And if I've made my problems into my identity, then I'm fucked. Because I'm going to be stuck with those problems as long as I'm stuck with this identity. Okay, so the second shift I want you to consider is that your attempts to solve the problem only make it harder to solve. So the first thing is that, you know, when we obsess over the problem, when we're really um, committed to solving this problem and we're working so hard and every day we're trying to do something to solve this problem, we are reinforcing the perception that there is a problem. We are wiring in that problem state more and more and more and more and more, which means that it's going to, you know, require a lot of energy, even more energy to break that paradigm. The second thing is you get what you focus on. Where attention goes, energy flows. And what we put our energy on grows. It's a little haiku for you. So you get what you focus on, right? And where your attention goes, that's where you direct energy, literally. This is an electromagnetic process. And what we put our energy on, it grows. It's just like watering a plant, right? If you have two plants and you water one and you give it lots of love and you talk to it and you stroke it and, you know, you whisper sweet nothings in its leaves and the other one you just ignore, you just neglect. What do you think will happen? <laughs> Right? The one that you nurture, that you give attention to, is going to grow. Your thoughts are the same. Your beliefs are the same. Right, Every, All the activity that happens in your mind works the same way. And it's the same thing on the outside. So the past three years, the area of my life where I've dedicated the most amount of energy, that I've intentionally channeled the most amount of energy, is my relationship with Lee. And I'm, I'm happy to report that I officially am the luckiest person on the planet 
not because I got lucky, but because I created that luck. Because our relationship is extraordinary. And I call this, um, so there's a term in, in, in psychology in relationship science called secure attachment. That's when you know, you're securely bonded with your partner. And what we've created intentionally, I call sexy secure attachment, because we have that deep safety, we have that deep passion and love and attraction and intimacy, and it's exquisite. I mean, it's so fucking amazing, right? Our relationship is worth trillions of dollars. I wouldn't trade it for all the money in the world, because that's what I've put my energy, attention, focus on intentionally. And that's why it is the way it is, right? So much so that we're going to be, we launched a company, um, Untamed Intimacy, and we're going to really, the mission of that company is to change how we relate with other human beings, right? It's to usher in a new paradigm for relationships. So, you know, coming back to the point at hand, you get what you focus on, where your attention goes, energy flows, and what you put your energy on grows, whether it's a business, whether it's your body, right? Whether it's a certain habit. So what are you growing in your life, in your business, in your relationships? What are you focusing on? Are you putting all your attention most of the day on all the problems, on all the challenges, on all the things that you're dissatisfied by, all the people who are letting you down, all the circumstances that feel unbearable, all the people who piss you off, right? All the ways in which you feel you're not enough, all the imposter syndrome, all the self-doubt, all the fear, all that crap. Why let these problems or challenges take 99% of your energy instead of actually focusing on what you want, instead of focusing on the solution? So the third shift that I want you to consider is that your problems are not the roadblocks, but they're actually the path. They're not the obstacles, they're the way. Every problem is basically the curriculum you need to grow and evolve into your highest and best self. And don't get me wrong, this is not about becoming someone else. I'm not saying, you know, the, the whole NLP crap, you know, find someone to model and model them and become like them. You know, this is not about becoming someone else. It's not about following someone else's blueprint. This is about discovering your fingerprint and embodying that. This is about truly and fully becoming your most authentic, powerful self. I'm not talking about fixing, changing, you know, any aspect of yourself. You're perfect. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you, even if you felt otherwise your whole life. What I'm talking about is full self-realization. That's why you're here in this body. That's your purpose in this physical manifestation on the planet. It's discovering your essence, your highest self, your deepest truth, and embodying that and expressing that and experiencing that. That's the true purpose, as far as I'm concerned, of your business, of your relationships. In my world, literally everything in your life is a vehicle for your growth. My entire life is orientated around growth and evolution. And I see everything, every single aspect of my life 
as an invitation into the full realization of my deepest, most powerful self. That's how I see the world. And I invite you to adopt this worldview if it resonates. It's extremely powerful. Your problems are there for you to realize all the places where you are out of alignment with your higher self. I'll repeat that. Your problems are there for you to realize all the places where you're out of alignment with your higher self. They illuminate where you need to create more awareness and bring more consciousness. Because whatever you put awareness on changes. Whatever you put consciousness on changes. But if you keep seeing them as a nuisance, as inconvenient, as something you wish to be gone, whether it's in yourself, whether it's in your partner, whether it's in an employee, in your business, in the market, literally anything, then you're totally missing the fucking point. So let me give you an example for this, right? It's like the check engine light on the dashboard of your car. So there was a light that turned on a few weeks ago in my car. And it, it, this is, by the way, I spent most of my life in adult life in New York and never needed to own a car. So this was my first car. I got a Tesla and it's stunning. And I don't know anything about owning a car. Um, I don't know how to go through a car wash. Uh, this, this whole world of car ownership is really new for me and really weird. And uh, there was this yellow light that turned on the dashboard. And I had no idea what, what the fuck it was. And so I started Googling and, you know, found the corresponding uh, symbol. And it told me that uh, there was something um, up with the tires. And typically it's when the weather changes, the pressure changes and, you know, the tire pressure indicator comes up, right? And you might've experienced this with maybe the check engine light. Now, if you are more familiar with cars, then maybe I am, <laughs> you know that the indicator light itself is not the problem, right? It's just a nudge to pay attention to something deeper. So just like you wouldn't try to get rid of that check engine light because it's flashing, and you would instead use it to look deeper under the hood of your car or maybe get a mechanic to do so, what I want you to consider is that maybe you shouldn't try to solve your problems. Maybe you should try to evolve through your problems, right? Maybe you should use your problems as an indicator for what part of yourself needs attention, what part of your life needs attention. And when you pay attention in a non-judgmental way, when you actually see what is there for you to see, learn what is there for you to learn, grow in the ways you need to grow, then you evolve through your problems. It's a completely different way to relate to our so-called problems. And I say so-called because the final shift that I want you to consider is also the hardest. Are you ready? <laughs> so here's the thing, there's no such thing as a problem. That's right, there's no problems in life. There are only neutral circumstances that you're taking a mental position against and turning into a problem using your perception. If one of your employees quits without notice, your husband cheats on you, you hire a new marketing agency and they totally shit the bed. Your girlfriend dumps all her stress on you by yelling at you. 
look, none of these things are problems un unless and until you create internal resistance around a very neutral event and create an expectation that things should be different. Most of the time, what we experience as problems are just neutral circumstances that we've decided are a problem because we want things to be different. And I know it's a super natural tendency. We all do it. And it's easier said than done. But the thing is, turning things, turning circumstances into problems doesn't really help us. Right? As you're coming to see, it doesn't uh, enhance our ability to change the circumstance. It actually impairs our ability to respond because it creates stress, it dysregulates us. And when we are dysregulated, when we're activated, when we're in a state of stress, we cannot really respond well because responsibility is your ability to respond in an effective way. And without being able to take responsibility, you're not going to be successful in relationships. You're not going to be successful in business. You're not going to be successful in managing a team. You're not going to be a great parent. You're not going to be able to create wealth. Pretty much all the key things in life, because if you lack the ability to stay grounded, look at situations in a neutral way, respond from a regulated state, you're fucked, right? You're well and truly fucked because in business, with money, in relationships, in life, success in all areas of life comes from making good decisions. Whether it's not eating that piece of cake or not hiring this person, whether it's some emotional, psychological red flags, whether it's choosing what kind of product to launch, right? Whether it's, you know, holding back that contempt when we see our partner doing something that we don't like, that we disapprove of, whatever it might be. Everything good in our life comes as a result of making good decisions and ideally making a series of good decisions. And if you want to make high quality decisions, then you have to train your mind to look at situations objectively. If you start taking mental positions against every single thing, and then you make it your identity, it's going to be very hard for you to stay objective. And if you're not objective, then you're taking things personally. You're making things about you. You're identifying with them. And you're not going to make the best decision, right? Every single situation in life that you find challenging exposes your misalignments. But if you only focus on the problem aspect rather than seeing it as your path, it becomes your identity because you just loop around it obsessively. Instead of focusing on all the joy, fulfillment, and abundance that you can create by actually using these things as a curriculum, you're focusing on all the ways in which you're not good enough and you're using your problems to beat yourself up, right? Most people are addicted to beating themselves up. Maybe this is the year you drop it like an old habit. So ask yourself, what are, what are some of the problems that you're talking about over and over and over and doing nothing about them? What problems are you holding on to when there's nothing you can do about them? So you have to let them go, right? They're completely outside your control. Maybe you don't have to exert the control over your thinking to feel that illusion of control. What are the challenges that you're letting become your identity, that you're allowing yourself to be defined by? What I want you to realize is that you are not your problems. You are not your circumstances. You're not even your experience. You're not your thoughts. You're not your beliefs. You're not your perceptions. 
right? You are the experiencer. You're the awareness that's observing all these things. You're the one that chooses what to focus on. So today, and maybe this year, consider focusing on the solutions, not the problems. Focus on what you want to create versus what you want to get rid of. Use the challenges as a curriculum rather than confirming their existence as obstacles. If you do this, I promise you, your life will change in ways that you cannot even fathom. So give this a try and drop a comment, share your reflections, um, and I'll see you on the next episode. I love you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.